When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you're in for a treat because you're listening to the Dubland Podcast with Suzanne and PJ. Dubland Podcast, up your ear holes. Force of Hanabe. Force of Hanabe. So, yeah, what a day. What an amazing sunny day. Well, yeah, it's relative now, but when people oh, listen to the podcast, geez. it's like... Yeah, it's a fucking lovely day. It's going to be lovely all week, I promise you. I promise you, don't give a shit what the weather says. They don't know nothing about nothing. I've been out the in the sunshine. People. Yeah, with me fake baby. I had me fake baby for a week. Just been out with two other men, walking around t- with a fake baby that I'm supposed to look at for a week, and the gangsters just got shot. <laughs> so, so, the guard, so the guards are going to be saying, right? And they've just, a gangster just got shot, like, literally around the corner from where I was at me fake baby. Oh, you were baby. down O'Connell Street, way. So you can be absolutely sure... No, yes. like, where was where was your man shot? Just off O'Connell Street. Oh, off O'Connell Street. Yeah, I thought it was North. up Sheriff Street. No, no. Yeah, because I was just in Fairview there. Right. So they were going to say, like, you know, if you've seen anything suspicious in the area, please contact the local, contact the local guard station and they'll give out a number. And I know at least a few people are going to say, oh, you're seeing three men walking around with a fake baby <laughs> in the north inner city just before that gangster was shot. So uh, I know. I don't think it was a real baby. Maybe it was concealing a gun. It was concealing a your firearm. Honor. Your honour. Your, your honour. There was a firearm concealed in that baby's bottom. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <a> baby. <laughs> How strange. How strange. But what a lovely day. It's gas, isn't it? It's to be, in fairness, in Ireland this week, it is to be apparently a nice week. Like, it's yeah. supposed to be a sunny week. I love it. Like, I love how people change the fucking atmosphere. Like, people who think you're a prick are still smiling and wishing you the best. It's I just, know. I don't change. I, I People I think I'm a prick, I still think they're a prick when it's sunny. Would you not even wish <laughs> that? Would you not even wish a prick the best on a sunny day? No. I would. Yeah, through gritted teeth. <laughs> I don't, I have to say, like, it is that, isn't it? That age old thing of people go, if you're called only put a roof on it. It it's is. A grand little... No, I love it. I love it when it's sunny because the UK have had pretty nice weather and allegedly, hopefully we might get a little bit of this, but apparently they're in for the hottest summer they've had in 100 years. So if you're listening in the UK, look at you and maybe just shed a little bit of sunshine on us. Like yeah. we, don't, we don't need scor- scorching hot temperatures. Like scorching hot to us is 18 degrees. Yeah, we push don't it need back. any of your 20s. Yeah, push it back this way, you yeah. bastards. Yeah, you bastards. Yeah. You <laughs> and your toasters. You lucky fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, yeah, what a week this has been. This has been a mad old week, you know that. Why has it been a mad week? Uh, because, um, well, I just get, a lot happened. I got a belly tattoo of the devil. Yeah, look. Wait, wait, wait! Hang on. I missed. Of... I literally just missed the reveal <laughs> on that, and I was like, "What the juice?" Yeah, I got a belly tattoo. Um, and I was I was oh, warned. Oh my. Goodness. I was warned, right? Because I get a lot of tattoos. I got a lot of tattoos. I got way, uh, like 30 odd plus, I would say, at this stage. I don't know. I lost you've count. You've around... it. Hang on. We have to do that again because I'm snapping at uh, Suzanne4FM is my snap. Someone said, I don't know how they can't see my snaps. We don't know. Anyway, sorry. Know. You got a belly tattoo. Yes, yeah, so I got a belly tattoo of the devil. His head. Right down ah. there. So it's the belly on me devil. The, the belly on me devil. The, the old belly on the devil. I got the old belly on the devil. And I have a lot of tattoos. An awful lot of tattoos, right? right. I've never had to tap out in my life with pain. Really? Never. Is it cause, cause, well, it's quite soft, yeah. that area. I've got my chest done. I've got my back done. I've mm. got my shins done. All these areas you would think so. You would imagine f- it would be very sore. I have never felt pain in my fucking life. When did you get it done? Uh, I can't remember. Thursday? Last Thursday. Okay. I have never felt pain in my life like that. So there's no colour in it. It has to go back and get it coloured again. So you're also going to say, I thought it was just going to be black and white. No, no. He has to be getting a bit of red in him. But Jesus right. suffering, holy smoke, almighty of life. The pain holy was unbelievable. Shit. Unbelievable. So he's all a bit flaky now. Um, he's not a friendly looking character either, is he? Well, he doesn't look friendly, but he is friendly. He's a nice fella. What's he's his nice name? Uh, uh, Lucifer. No, but like you'd have to, I would think you'd have to give him another name. I'll give him another name, Like yeah. Marcel or something. Marcel. Di- Marcel Diablo. 
I'm yeah. going to call him Marcel Diablo. Marcel Diablo, because he obviously you couldn't call him Michael. Do you know, no. you'd have to give him something a bit exotic. Yeah, Mickey Devil yeah. doesn't work like no. Marcel Diablo. No, you keep your Mickey Devil to yourself. Yeah. So there you go. So yeah, but I've now, I was warned. Like all the tattoo guys are saying, have you, have you been like, you know, Jesus. So I would say, I'm going to get tattooed here and I would point to you and I'll go, <gasps> Jesus. And then one fella who I know who's a tattooer, he goes, I'm telling you, I got tattooed there. It was like there was two chains and hooks and they were pulling me apart. I was like, it couldn't Very be that dramatic. bad. It could, yeah, I was like, that's a fucking drama. If ever someone's being dramatic, that's being you dramatic. You, sir, uh, are a drama dramatic. queen. And then I went and did I first half an hour. Okay. Yeah, going into the second half an hour. A little bit spicy now. A little okay. bit spicy. As soon as that hour was finished, it was as if I, it was as if I was on fire. It was like someone Excuse set fire my to my balls and the pain and flame was going up inside me and coming out through the centre of my stomach. Well, I've I never... wouldn't know what your balls on fire are like, but I will also I, ask I you, um, how long would that type of thing take? Like how long? That took about two and a half hours. And then and that's like that's a good bit of work. Like it's it's detail. It's not just a scratch. Like no, it's, it's gonna be a, another hour's work putting the color into it now in a while. Oh Jesus! How do you psychologically psych yourself? Because now you know the pain. I don't know. I don't know. Do you know something? Let's be honest. It may never be finished. Yeah. It may never <laughs> be finished. Marcel is staying as he is from it now may on. Never be finished. But I felt like such a windbag that I had to tap out. I'm 41. I'm 40 yeah. fucking one. I've started to feel pain. I've started to feel pain. I never understood what was wrong maybe with me. No, I, I think it, it, it could be the area. I'd go and get it's a tattoo somewhere else and see how the pain works. I like that. Even if you think about it, my son at the moment is obsessed with belly buttons. So he likes to shove his finger at speed into your belly button and he yeah. wins you. He's only here and he's because <laughs> so, it's sore. But I'm thinking if you're going to start injecting needles and into that. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I, I, and I also, get a tattoo. Also, they do oh. say the more tattoos you get, the more painful they get. Really? Yeah, I don't know why, why so? but it seems to be a thing. Because you just get bigger tattoos and more like uh, weirder yeah, places. I think you just end up with a bit of dread. I think you become accustomed to knowing what you're going to go through and then you have like this anti-placebo where you start to ready yourself for Could the you pain. Know? Where beforehand you wouldn't think about, oh, I don't get a tattoo and then two hours later you go, fuck me, this is a bit sore. Was there but, anywhere else that you've been tattooed that you've gone? Yeah, the centre of my chest was disgusting and my the, my shoulder blade give me anxiety my shoulder blade was pretty disgusting as well but everywhere else was okay everywhere else was okay and you have tattoos pretty much everywhere else um, I don't have any on my feet apparently that's hard not? apparently feet well, is hard girls, a lot of girls I know have tattoos on their feet yeah and I don't have any on my lower arms because I kind of like looking like I don't have tattoos if I want you to do, I honestly this is the thing about you I didn't know you had tattoos yeah. until we started chatting you're like oh yeah and I kind of thought you had just had the pool bag uh, uh, the little ones yeah, there, the chimneys the chimneys there and I kind of really thought that was it and then you exposed yourself <laughs> <laughs> Would you please clarify what you meant there, Suzanne? Kent? You exposed yourself and your tattoo. <laughs> that doesn't make it. You didn't make that sound. Anymore. No, listen. I like though that it's the summer now. It's weird. The bright nights have started. The Half bright ten last night still bright. Do you know what happens to me now at this time oh, of you year? You're struggling with earlies with that. Yeah, Thanks because for the studio, I won't see darkness now until September. If it's, yeah. I actually don't see darkness, so it's I go bizarre, to bed now it? and it's bright. I wake up when it's bright. Uh, I see brightness all day so unless I stay ultra late in the weekends which I don't do anymore um, I don't see a dark I won't see night time yeah. for three months it's so fucking weird it's, it's a, so it's a weird thing that is exclusively for breakfast and unless you work though, or anybody who works those crazy hours that you're up because in the winter it feels you like you will never see light yeah if it, honestly because you're going like you're by the time you kind of get home whatever it's the evening it's kind of getting dark at half four and then you're getting out of bed at maybe half four or five o'clock in the morning that was what I was like when I worked breakfast and then you're getting and you're just constantly you feel like you'll never see light and then when you start getting those brights when you're driving into work and it's starting to get lighter and lighter and then when you're getting up and it's bright it's, it's so, incredible but it's so unusual when you have like I haven't seen night time now for almost a week you live off a main road though don't you I do yeah see you don't have the pesky kids I used to have to I do deal have with. pesky kids are they kid. a pain oh, on the road I have pesky fucking kids I have pesky kids and I've got a pesky fucking ice cream man called oh. Mr. Fucking Disney who's no more <laughs> licensed by Disney I told you about him before he's no more licensed by Disney than me whole is licensed by Disney and he goes up and down the road at my bedtime ding 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 kids howling and roaring and squealing getting next to him and I'm in bed acting like he's no business to be selling fucking ice cream at 8 o'clock at night and then there's the oh, lad and a lot of parents as well and then there's the fucking lad next door doesn't finish work till 7 
7 o'clock. Just what he was doing last night. Trimming his hedge, the bastard. Trimming his fucking hedge. As if he's no right to do it. That's the thing. It was like half eight. I'm going to bed half. So he went on till nearly ten. Yeah, see, that is late though. I know, but it's not late for normal human beings. It's no, just like I'm lying in bed. small people as well, I get real freaked with people. Like, I was like that on breakfast. I was the antichrist because the kids on the road, like, I, I would be sad. I would be gone to bed and the kids on my road would still be out going absolutely Comanche at half past nine and I was in bed for work and I'm like those little bastards need to go in and soon but of course they don't they're on the school holidays they're yeah. like they should be out of course, yeah, wrecking should. the place like, exactly and people should be you know cleaning up their houses when they're finished work and washing their cars and chasing ice cream vans and all it's just a cantankerous little Mr. me Disney. And someone here, I hear someone rolling a bin at half eight and I'm like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> you fucking prick I'm trying to fucking sleep you. you no respect for people who have to get up in the middle of the night you fucking asshole! Oh, can I, like like I, I, as if I'm the only one that's being reasonable when I'm actually the most unreasonable person on the road. But I that's used me. to my next door neighbour, and when I lived at home with my mom, uh, like this is years ago, they were a couple, and she was a post lady. And so she worked for on post. So she used to go out to work at like half four in the morning, but she drove a little scooter. But she used to take her chain off her bike yeah. every morning at like half four, and I used to be like train off so think about yeah. it now your neighbours hear you coming out closing the door going out starting up your bike and they're like there's that dickhead gone out on his it's bike it's much again. worse than that oh you see because works I got, both ways yeah, it's much worse than that because <laughs> what happens right? I'll run you through my morning routine I get up out of bed I'll go for me wee and whatever else I need to do in that room have me showers and then I go downstairs do you shower? oh I do yeah oh ve- see in my house there was no you couldn't shower on breakfast oh why because uh, you'd have the whole house up oh no I shower on grand shower do, you do the nighttime shower before you go to bed oh, oh Jesus no yeah. I wake up fucking anyway, Mickey soup I'd have Mickey soup I'd be that to say I'd sweat all through the night I'd have dick soup I would have a soup of penis flavoured whatever in me underpants right. I wouldn't be able to go to work like That's that it would be disgusting so I get put up put that on your Tinder account <laughs> the smell of dick soup hi ladies come hang out with me Love. and you'll find of a morning you too will get odid dick scent not so much of a cook but plenty of dick soup for everybody and I sweat profusely yeah, I don't normally but I do in the bed that's why I sleep in the nude. Anyway, look, I'm fucking trying <laughs> to tell a story here. We digress. So I get up in the morning, I do my shower, and it's all nice and clean. And the first thing I do, so it's now at this time, it's about 10 past five in the morning. Mm-hmm. First thing I do is let the dogs out, right? But there's a fox in the garden. So every morning, I hate I, you already, 10 past five, the dogs go out five. like this. <laughs> it's like they don't even bark, they scream. <laughs> And it's like every morning I put my fist in my face going, it's just a matter of time before the complaints start to come in. And then I go out the front, start the motorbike, jump on it and uh, whip up the road. So I must, I I know. You're waking someone. I am the pain, I am the person nobody wants to live next to. And you have the audacity to talk about that man and his hedge trimmers. I know, this is it. (laughs) This is it. Oh, I'd have, have, uh, actually Joey slagged me about this the other day. I'd have have a strongly worded note because I'm an absolute wimp. Oh, I we hate had that. Neighbors. Are you the anonymous note person? I fucking hate yeah. the anonymous note yeah. person. I've had an anonymous note person follow me around for a long time. A long time. Yeah. Whoever it is, there's someone on my road, what? some neighbour. I live on the other side. You don't even you live you on the other side. But I've got an, one <laughs> of those anonymous nothing. note people. So they didn't like the way I parked and I left an anonymous note about how illegal parking was there. If I catch this fucking anonymous note shit bag, I'm going to ram it up in his ear. I swear, I know it's a man. I know by the look of the fucking piece of paper it's a man. I know it is. It's not tidy. No, it's not tidy. I'd go and get a proper mark and, and a good font. Yeah, and it's sneaky. It's a sneaky little fucking stuck under the thing though. So I know it's a man. I know it is. And then there was another time he didn't like that I had my bicycle in the window with the curtains pulled around it. So I got a note saying that it was it was it looked not nice, you know, it was bringing down the town. Oh, not the that much of a crazy yeah. crime. Oh yeah, yeah, but anonymous note man, he hits he struck again, same fucking handwriting. I knew it was anonymous note man. I knew it was. I fucking knew it was. And then anonymous note man, I can't remember what the other one he left was. But there was another one. There was he another one. He just doesn't like you. One day I'm going to catch him and I swear to God I'm going to stick every anonymous note he ever sent right up his Swiss roll because it drives me mad. Just sign your name on it. Knock on the door, discuss it. I'm not an unreasonable so I, person. So this situation is like friends. You know friends where they try and count 
where they which apartment they are in comparison to your apartment and all that but basically because yeah. they're in the far side of the building they don't go in our door they go in the far door and then I couldn't figure out oh, yeah. where they were in the apartment because the apartments are kind of laid out one way in our block and then kind of flipped anyway they used to scrap constantly Right. But I mean, not like a, you're an arsehole, la, 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 scrap, as in like her going, I'll fucking kill you, I'll stab you. And this all used to happen then at like one o'clock and two o'clock in the morning. And you'd wake up in fear and terror. like, And to the point, yeah. the houses across the road used to like look out their windows. Oh. So eventually I stuck a note like a crazy person up on the door they go in in a lovely I got a nice calligraphy pen pen and a good font and I wrote that if they don't have any respect for themselves or for each other and they feel the need to scream the entire complex down that could they just at least have a bit of respect for their neighbours and shut their mouths yeah. uh, kind regards <laughs> your neighbours and stuck it up funny they've moved out Oh, I wouldn't. I mean, I would say their relationship didn't stand the test of time. But, but you see, that, I think in that case, being an anonymous note lady is different because that's someone that's vo- you know is volatile. You're dealing with somebody you are aware as a volatile person. That's true. I suppose I don't like being treated as if I'm a volatile person. If someone has a problem with me and they say it to me, we can have a discussion about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I did live. I live next to somebody like that. Actually, they lived above me and my buddy, Jerry. We lived in an apartment block in Bowmount, right? In Dublin. And there was a couple like that lived above us. And they were just killing each other. Like, all day long, just killing each other. And yeah. they had a young kid. And I was fucking horrible to listen to it. And then uh, you could hear them smashing shit yeah. and roaring. And then one day, your man got into such a temper. And he wanted to get away from her so much. He jumped off the balcony and broke his leg, right? So he jumped two floors off his balcony and broke his leg, right? See, that's concerning. And then he's lying on the grass, looking up at her. And do you know what he said? Look what you made me do now, you fucking bitch! Ah, you're after breaking my leg! I was like, going, you're, that was you're after breaking my leg. That was the moment I was going. I am moving out of this place. This is a shithole. Yeah. <laughs> now we see this is that I we lived in a, we live in a nice complex, but they moved out. Thankfully, they I just hit your foot there. They moved you out. Did. Sorry, I'm kicking oh, in. That's gross. I'm kicking in on the noise. Um, did you find your notes? Uh, no. oh, okay, well then we'll talk about uh, that uh, you were on The Late Late Show. I was on The Late Late I've new notes for this week anyway. Okay, but brilliant. Yeah, I was on The Late... Oh, Jesus Christ. So I was on The Late Late Show for, for the English folk and Scottish folk and all listening. The rest yeah. of the world folk. It's pretty much... It, I suppose worldwide. It's our sort of... Would you say it's our Graham Norton show? It's the Ireland's no. biggest chat show. Yeah, Ireland, co- to be honest with you, it's incomparable with anything else. The world's longest running chat yeah. show. Yeah, you'd get... It, it's a it's a mixed bag of Mickeys. Yeah. Like, you never know what you're going to get on You never know what you're going to get. And, it, like, they could go from the most depressing subject to having one of Ireland's best-known comedians on. Yeah, but, uh, like, so, anyway, yeah, so, it's the longest running chat show in the world. It's like this total mixed bag. You never know what you're going to you get. You watch it, and then you give out about it, but you still watch it. So I was brought on, and uh, I fucked it up, man. I fucked it up. I fucking left Ryan Tuberty to host. I left him hanging. I had all these things in my head that I wanted to talk about. I had all these punchlines and shit. I was grand. I, I was in my brain. I was okay. I went to, I panicked or something. I panicked. You can watch on the RT player. Yeah, my mouth went all dry. I had this, the fake baby. I had the fake baby. I went out. I and didn't get the fake baby. I don't think there was enough. So here's my take on it, right? Before you get into it, I'll let, let me say in your defence. So anybody who saw it, or if you want to go and watch it, I thought you were very funny. I could see that you were a bit confuffled with it all. Totally. But I felt that you had too many boxes to tick because it's a, like it's a, it's a television show. You've a segment time, you've an allotted yeah. time, which you're aware going into. So you had the fake baby, but there wasn't really a full explanation of the fake baby. Then the fake baby was taken away. So Twitter were like, what's the fucking story with the fake baby? Who's the fake? Like, you know, it made the fake baby made, made no sense. Then you had some absolutely cracker lines. Very funny. But then, which we haven't had a chance to talk about in the podcast, you're in a movie. You're in a yeah. really, really good movie. And you're like, you're actually a very good actor. But there wasn't well, enough time. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I know. I, I try- now you tell me your side of the story. Well, that's pretty much it. I tried to squeeze too much into the short little place. And then I panicked and then I got it all wrong. And I had lots of punchlines for stories and I kind of just fall, fell over them a little bit. I, I didn't. I left a coast hang- hanging a little bit because I forgot what he knew I was going to say and I didn't say it. It was just, it was okay. I think I, I got away with harsh. it. I think I got away with it. I think I, I got thought it. you were very good. I went to get a win and I came home with a draw. I think that's what happened. You know what I mean? I think that's, I think, 
I think you probably didn't get the results you wanted in a win, but I think you got a win. <laughs> I, right. I think you're I think you're being a bit harsh. You're, but that's you. You will be hypercritical well, of yourself. I'll be, I suppose be hypercritical. But I, I thought that the watch it. This sounds like a fucking loving. I think <laughs> you're <were> great. <laughs> like, I, this is not me. What's hey, happened here? It's not often we are nice to me yeah, on these podcasts. True. I'm going to take it. I think that there was a lot of stuff to kind of, and also Twitter is a cruel, cruel place. I looked, I read. Uh, did you read it? Well, no, I never look at the streams because read, why read, would you do that? I was reading well? it because I was I was slagging the I didn't slag them. Sorry, the happy pair that were on. Jesus Christ! I mean, they're great guys and an amazing success story. But mother of holy, all divine fizzy sticks! They're off. They're chops. They were very difficult to watch. So I had to keep flicking back to see if you were on. So I was tweeting about I tweeted about that. So then I was watching the hashtag the late late show and then I just saw people are fucking cruel on, on Twitter Jesus they're <laughs> bastards I don't know who got worse you or baby Jake like I just I don't know anyway that's it look but I think you did well yeah I got away with it I think I got away with it I think you did well I think you're just being harsh on you yourself you can't win on Twitter anyway so I don't give a oh, fuck no you Twitter. can't you can't never win it is never the win. but anyway it's there yeah and the movie is coming out so we do have the movie coming out next month it's called The Young Offenders uh, I'm a handy I don't, let's say the proper words I'm a disabled drug dealer I was going to say handicapped drug dealer. I don't think you're allowed to say handicapped. I think they've taken that word away. I think you're not allowed to say handicapped. I think a handicap is something for sport. Do you know what I mean? For horses. You know, you've got a a, a 300 metre handicap race or, you know, I think think it's for sport. You're not allowed to say it. I think Uh uh, disabled, I think is the word. You're a disabled drug dealer. And I would have been a fantastic drug dealer. That's the one thing I learned from making this movie. I would have been a good drug dealer. I think I would have been a successful gangster. I think I would have been a good drug dealer. I think I would have had what it takes. It, I look at my head. Look at my head for a start. I look like a drug dealer. Let's be honest. You're too soft. Your head's too soft and cabbage like to be a drug dealer. You're not, you're not rough. You'd have cabbage, to go on the yeah. methadone for a bit. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I, think, I, don't think you'd be a, I don't think you'd be the cartel runner. I'm not, I'm not putting you down. Yeah, I know, but like I think it would have been good, you know, on the street, driving around in an old car. I'm a sociable guy. Hey, what's crack? I have your stash. You know I, what I mean? I, don't, I mean, I don't want to piss all over your parade here, but I think the idea that you have in your head about the drug world and how it all goes in your movie um, is a little bit different. And the reason I kind of try and give you a bit of yin and yang on that is I will just we will just maybe reference the chap who's lying dead in Dublin today after being shot dead. Yeah, you see, I don't so, think... Yeah, so you know, does that. There is that. And I don't want to be, have to go on Ortino News and be like, no, I mean, he was a great guy. Yeah. Salt of the, the Robin Hood of the area, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> he delivered the druggers and he took it away at the whatever. Yeah, so well, I never did make it, but. Uh, there but you the movie is called The Wash. The Young Offenders, it's called. So the premiere is going to be in Galway at the Galway Film Flat on the 9th of July, Saturday, the 9th of July. Amazing. Uh, and then That's it goes exciting. out in every cinema in Ireland. It's going to. We're, we're full saturation. So again, every cinema in Ireland on well, the. If you're all over the world, 16th I can't help of you. September. Brilliant. I, think, I don't know where it's going to be in other countries. I just Deadly. have no idea where okay. I'll We'll look into that and we'll let know. you know. Uh, yeah, so we'll look into that. And as what's soon the story? Know, what, it's sure. about you being a handicapped drug dealer. Yeah, so basically the story is uh, in 2008. This is like an interview eight, again. Yeah, yeah. In 2008 there was a huge big cocaine haul. Uh, a bunch of gangsters, they tried to import I think 400 million quids worth of cocaine into Ireland. Seems like a feasible uh, number. This is the true part of the story. Okay. So then the story, they, they, they overfilled the boat. The boat collapsed. All these bales of cocaine went into the water. So there was a a whole load of people in Ireland went to fight, try and find a bale of cocaine because if you found one it was worth 7 million one bale was worth 7 million euros amazing so our movie starts uh, two fictional characters called Chris and Alex and they're Cork working class Cork lads they think if they go to Cork they find a bale they'll be able to move out of home make, make build their own house whatever yeah. uh, so they set off cycling to uh, West Cork and they rob a bale of cocaine and it's mine and Did I go they after find them. one? Yeah, and Amazing. it's mine. So the, it's a chase movie. It's like a caper movie. Love I'm it. following them trying to find, get my cocaine back. They're kind of stupid kids. They let all the cocaine fall out of a hole in the bag. Uh, and then I have to find them. And eventually it sort of, it sort of culminates into a big shooting scene. So that, uh, You don't have the nail gun in that one. I do have the nail gun, yeah. Because I don't have a real gun. So I have to shoot them with nails. That's uh, brilliant. So that's the movie. Yeah, yeah so I can't wait good. till it comes out. I'm kind of excited about it. I'm it should excited. be. It's a because, huge achievement. And one of the things that happened was they had to shave all the hair. All the hair oh, in the middle of my head. You have to retweet a picture of how like, disabled <laughs> you did look. <laughs> so they shaved all the middle of my hair. I left the sides and back. So I have like that monk haircut. Yeah. But I was walking around Cork City for the week that we were filming with a ball patch. And people were coming up to me like in Cork on just a comedy business, fair stressful as ah. 
I'd say, looks like times haven't been talked up friendly while you Like, that's just so backward. Uh, you know, that backhanded compliments I got you. You must be walking very hard, are you? You're walking very hard. Jesus. You're a good <laughs> I was born in Cork, so I suppose Were I had a bit Yeah, I was, oh, yeah. Sorry, you came from Cork. No, I come from Dublin, I like to say, but I was born in Cork. So yeah. basically what you're telling us is this tub plant is a whole facade. Uh, by the <laughs> way, thank you very much. I just want to say a uh, shout out, power to the people. Um, thank you to everybody who tweeted at Dublin Podcast, at Suzanne4FM, at PJ Gallagher, in support for uh, my jersey. It was where PJ left it. And thank you for people who, again, supported me, who said people shouldn't touch my shit if I leave it down and work. Thanks. Appreciate it. Power oh, to the people. Also, the people. Uh, from the few people who did actually uh, tweet they also just have Big Mac bar one. Oh really? Who said you shouldn't somebody sent a message and they actually they appealed to my softer side who just said you can't do that it's positively cruel and who I said, went someone said what? that in a private message? No they sent it in a tweet and just said you can't do it it's positively cruel and I was like do you know what it probably is cruel to get a vegetarian to eat a Big Mac when <laughs> you put it like that Okay so am, am I off the hook or You're am I on the, the hook? Ah oh, good shit so I don't have to eat that garbage no. oh, I'm delighted That's no. it. that feels good for a change Yeah there you go so you can just jot today down as in the 31st Dublin that I've been nice to you and that'll be it for another 30. There you go. Anything yeah. else in the notes? I want to go on a bit of a rant. I'm going oh, to get serious Jesus on you. Christ. I'm going to get serious on you. There was, I don't know. Just, uh, the foreplay of fun is over. The foreplay of fun is over. But the, I don't know if people are into road racing or not, motorcycle road racing or whatever. Uh, but there's a big race. The most attended sporting event in Ireland actually is called the Northwest 200. Mm-hmm. So we get over 220,000, I think, spectators every year. Uh, and like the TT? Yeah, pretty much. It's a big road race like the TT. So it's up, it's up right at the coast of Antrim. And we get all these people out. Uh, and again, guy unfortunately killed this year, right? So road racing, yeah, let's be honest, it's what probably, yeah, if we're totally honest, one of the most dangerous sports you can do, right? Uh-huh. Young Malachi Mitchell, uh, unfortunately, was killed doing the road was racing. Was this last, um, last, this last week? Oh, last week? Yeah. <gasps> so he died last weekend uh, on the roads. And then, of course, as usual, you get all these people who have never fucking seen the sport, don't know anything about the sport, crawling out of the woodwork saying it should be banned. You know, should ban this, ban that, ban the other. Do you know something? Mind your own business. Nobody fucking asked you. You know, there's no road racing is not like nobody goes into road racing and doesn't know the risk. Mm. Nobody goes into road racing and doesn't know the risk. I raced motorbikes. I did some road racing. I loved every single second of it. I think those were the best days of my life. I do. And I know people are saying it's really dangerous. It is dangerous. But it's literally none of your business. It's none of your business. It's like, I, I fucking hate this jumping on the bandwagon. This kid is literally, I think his funeral is today. And you have all these people jumping over his memory before he's even in the ground, pissing all over the sport that he loved. enough to contend pissing with. Pissing all over the uh, motorbike community and his family are trying to put him in the ground. It's like, you know, it's something, just fuck off. Seriously, it does my head in. It just does my head in this preaching telling people what they should and shouldn't do but everybody Come does that it. but I think even if you go and see road racing if you don't like I've, I've so obviously I grew up and watching TT and obviously the Dunlop family and they've had their yeah. own losses and then if you look at um, Guy Martin uh, you know the Leeds there Yorkshire guy yeah, yeah, and I know him actually watching back his, his road race his and crashes. his crash and stuff and if so I, I can understand uh, to an extent I understand why people do it I understand and you you know you make that decision he just goes I make that decision I go and if I die you know, and you'll hear even wives and girlfriends saying if they die they die doing what they love which is if you don't understand it which I don't it's very difficult to comprehend yeah. except I'm not naive or ignorant enough to preach and tell people what they need to do yeah, I get because that. it's their business I get that but yeah so and that's exactly what I'm saying if you don't understand it if it seems insane to you if it seems mental to you if it seems like it shouldn't be happening to you that's grand you're entitled to your opinion but maybe just maybe you don't understand it yeah. maybe that's all it is for me is. motorbike racing was just the most it was the ultimate ultimate feeling you let the devil bite your ass on Sunday you feel amazing all day Monday I'll tell you that much it's just this beautiful danger it's a beautiful beautiful danger being caught in a second and only motorbike racing ever gave me that you're stuck in a second like a second it's the longest second of your life where the only thing in the world that matters is the guy in front of you and the guy behind you and getting past or that second in front of your face like you hit those seconds like you're hitting brick walls it's Mm. just it's the ultimate 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 rush and the that riding that fine line between yeah maybe getting killed or getting hurt and feeling 
better than you can ever possibly feel, better than any drug could ever make you feel. That is just, that is the place that you race for. That's what it's you're your trying to achieve. Yeah. And, then, and then there's the argument, you know, people say, ah, oh, you die doing what you love. What's that mean? It means quite a lot. You know, I'd rather go doing something I loved than, you know, wait 70 years to go fucking shitting in a bag I want, I don't want to wait around for cancer if I can go doing something I love yeah. you know so I don't know I just, it is, it's down to comprehension though it's, it's, it's down, down to, to comprehension you're right it, there is a, there's a level of ignorance there because I do, like see because see, me I don't get that I like and you know I don't to me I don't to me it's just dangerous I don't understand it but I, I'm not arrogant or ignorant enough to go well then you shouldn't do it because you could die it's not my business you know, and but and then I look at like people with their wives or their girlfriends or vice versa if, for female races and stuff. I go, but that's the choice. If I started to go out with someone and that I would have to make a decision in life that I either stayed. It's either for you or it's not. Your yeah. ball's in or you're not. Or you, you get out and you walk away from it. And that's just the way it goes. And exactly. No one here gets out I'm alive. I'm really sorry to hear that that, that guy died. Same but here. It, it, it's just, Ta- it, is yes. it the nature of the beast? It's the nature of the beast. It is. It's the nature of the beast. And don't forget, like that, it's one race has not, you know, not a lot of people have died at the same race. I mean, it's easy to poke holes. A lot of people die doing all kinds of sports. Of we never do. call for other sports to be banned. Uh, but it's like the whole boxing thing. Like, the, someone gets seriously injured at boxing and then they talk about it and it goes, oh, well, this should be regulated. It should be this, should be that, yeah. should be whatever. And it's, always, and it's <laughs> always people that don't have anything to do with the sport or who don't understand the sport. Yeah. They don't even know the rules yeah. and they're telling you what should and shouldn't happen. So, well, yeah, that's I think all. that we should all stick to pillowcase fighting and bed jumping <laughs> yeah. in a safe environment. Well, yeah, thoughts to Malachi Mitchell's family and, uh, yeah, and to all the road racing community because I know how hard they take it. I was a part of it and, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, and I feel bad for everyone involved. But, yeah, I just, I don't know, probably going to take some flack now for that sort of language I was using, but it is, I do feel strongly well, about it. I think it. you're right. And there I don't usually, agree. I've agreed with you four times today, so this needs to <laughs> yeah. absolutely get a hold of itself. Yeah, there's something wrong here. There's something wrong here. Also, this week, I had to do a deadly thing and I'm really happy with it. I got to hang out with um, the ISPCA, right? So there's a new campaign being launched. It's called Spayware Campaign, right? So I'll have I have to, to show go. you this, going yeah. So it's with the ISPCA. I was in the ISPCA. Do you know something? There's rescue animals in these camps that I had camps in these camps. rescue centres. Right, it's like Auschwitz now, is it? And I had no idea. I had literally no idea. You think of a rescue centre. Cats and fucking dogs, right? That's what you think of. Right. I went down. There was a rescue pig. There was a rescue pig. Well, this is an epidemic because the Vodafone ad. Yeah, well, you're not far I, wrong. Pete, Pete the Vet was on Ireland AM talking about that. Idiots going buying, what are they called? The little micro, they micro pigs. They're micro pigs. Yeah. But what they are is piglets. They're just small pigs. So you get a piglet and some yahoo says, yeah, that's a micro pig. He'll never get bigger than that. And all what of do you s- want, young violets? We will get you the <laughs> micro pig. But guess what? It worked out really well for this pig. Because this little... <laughs> it did. She's fucking living the life of Riley. So she can really never be really? made into ham or sausages or because she's in a rescue centre. Uh, but she was given to someone in a handbag. So she thought she was getting a new handbag. She opened the handbag. There's a little piglet in it. Like six months later, the thing is the size of a Rottweiler. Uh, so they have Hacking around an apartment with yes. dogs. So they went to the DSPCA and says, look, we don't know what to do with this. And uh, they took her. She's her own little pig pen. She's living the life of Riley there. She's going to live till she's going to live out her life. Not a bother. But that's not all. No. They had rescue raccoons. Can you believe that? Someone smuggled raccoons into Ireland. That's rescue impressive. raccoons. And they've Where also... Where did they get them from? I don't know. Someone smuggled them can in. You, can you adopt a raccoon? I mean, I'd look, I don't like cats or dogs, but I'd look into a raccoon. No, I think they had to do a deal with the zoo or something. Because a raccoon is not a domestic animal. If you've got a raccoon in your house, he's going to fuck it up. I, uh, have a, I have a one and a half year old. Listen, let the two of them fight yeah. it out. But at least your one and a half year old will, you know, eventually stop hiding his poop in your shoes. Yeah. This guy is never... Have you met my husband? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Governor raccoons are never going to grow up. Are raccoons like a monkey? No. Are they cat? No, they're like a, 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 a good smelling skunk. Imagine a skunk. You know, they that colour. Yeah, I, I can see them, yeah. But they're kind of, they're, they're nice fellas. they were monkeys. And here's the ultimate, the ultimate rescue animal, right? What? This is the ultimate thing. You can't rescue them though. You, no, this is a rescue animal. This oh, was right. rescued from, I think so. Oh, said, sorry, I get it. Oh, you don't get to rescue them from the ISPCC. No, <laughs> the ISPCA. they've been rescued. Sorry, they're yeah. rescue animals. I got lost in the concept. <laughs> so the ultimate rescue yeah. animal. Never in my wildest dreams could I have made it up. They have an Indian walking duck. An Indian, a rescue Indian is. walking duck. So he's a he's a duck with a big long neck. He's gorgeous, like a leathery brown colour. He's got two little tiny stubby wings. He can't fly, and lovely long he's legs. Like on. Horrible. Want to see him wandering around like he owns the place? Of course he does. Gorgeous. What's his name? 
I don't know. He'd have a name like. I'd have to give him a name. Would you give him an Indian uh, name or would that be being racist? That's racist. No, I'd call, I'd call him something like Seamus. Yeah, Shane, I suppose. Yeah, Shane. Shane. Shane's a good name. Yeah, I was going to say Seamus, but Shane would do. Seamus or Shane, yeah. yeah but I, unbelievable. I, a rescue Indian walking duck. I'm going to Google what that looks like. Are they tall? I, I think I'm perceiving to be tall. No, he's not much tall. He's like a goose. Imagine oh, the size okay. of a goose. He's around that size. There's a crane up in my local park. I don't mean the building type. Yeah. Uh, he's huge. <laughs> yeah, they are big. He's like, you know, and you see him always, I shit myself and I'm seeing him, I'm like, go away. Oh, I see. Oh, he looks like um, an umbrella. What do you mean? You know, the Mary Poppins umbrella. Oh, he does, yeah. He looks That's like. exactly what he looks like, yeah. yeah. An umbrella. That's oh, exactly what he looks like. So he's just cruising around up there. Loving it. I, there's so many different animals. I had no idea. There's so many different I had literally... Is there many cats and dogs up there looking for homes? Because the cat's fair enough, you could understand. Ah, stop it, Suzanne. Very Ken. selfish animals. They're oh, you put up a picture, actually, and I was like, I'm not into it. There was a Maltese, was it a Maltese, a little white thing. And you put up a picture, I sent your message going, I'm not into, I wouldn't be into animals, but I m- might make an exception for that lad. That was Molly. Uh, Molly. She is a little, I think she's a Shih Tzu or a Maltese she looked like, like one of those. Yeah, and she's uh, the resident dog in the DSPCA with a little ribbon on her hair. Yeah. Yeah, she's lovely. Lovely little dog. Resident yeah. dog. She was in a really bad so she's, way. She's the head dog. Is she? She's, yeah. The, she's, yeah. She has freedom the of the girl. city, so to speak. So she lives her there. Her and Bono. Yeah. She can graze in <laughs> yeah. O'Connell Street. But man, there's some some amazing animals out there. Like some of the dogs. Do you know what the, one thing about a dog? I have to take your hats off to a dog. He's fucking brilliant. There's some three-legged dogs there out there, go. right? So they've done some of the worst cases. They get dogs that have been beaten and, you know, starved and all this shit. Some of the legs. Broke. So there's a few three-legged dogs in there you take a log you take a leg off me we're going to have a fucking six year depression at least before I start coming around and thinking I might want to go to the cinema again let's be honest I don't take sickness well I have a bad dose of the flu and I'm going to st- I mean man flu is a real thing it killed Prince so I have a bad dose of some shit we're all going to know about it there's going to be depression there's going to be disorders there's going to be you know there's going to be antidepressants you take a leg off a dog you take a leg off a dog he looks at you He's saying, you lost your leg. He's like, Grant, yeah. Do we still have a tennis ball though, right? We still have a tennis ball though, right? They don't give a shit. As long as they can move around. They couldn't give a fuck. It's like they've forgotten they even had a leg there in the first place. Uh, I talk about living in the moment. You have to love a dog. You have to love a dog. My brother sent me this earlier on. And he just said, this is verbatim. This is what my brother said. He was like, uh, he said, this is PJ all over. This is PJ all over. And it, the quote was, you know what I like about people? What? They're dogs. Yeah. He's like, it's you. <laughs> it is me. It is. It is. It's true. It's that old saying. Everybody in the world thinks they have the best dog and everyone in the world is right. So that's the truth. But it was just great. So thanks to the ISPCA for uh, having us and all. Actually, I've, been I've been charitying out of my ass this week. Yeah, are very charity. Yesterday ask. I was chatting. I had to do a speech at the Care Leavers something. I've forgotten the name. The Care Leavers Community launch or something like that. Right. Uh, it's got a catchy title anyway, whatever that is. It's a better title than that. It's just okay. the Care Leavers Network. There you go. The Care Leavers Network. I had to chat, talk, talk to... Oh. It's okay. My mouth broke. Yeah, try yeah, again. So I had to do a speech for them yesterday. Uh, and was, it was actually What were you talking about that? Because uh, I'm, adop- I'm adopted and all that sort of stuff. You know oh, the way I, I like to go asked. on about that? Do you know what? But I talked to you, I've, I've talked about your adoption a lot this weekend. <laughs> and I have no idea how I have... I was... Uh, myself and Joey had date night. It was Joey's birthday today. Happy birthday to my lovely husband and my mum. Uh, but we ended up going for date night on on Saturday night. And I went to the Mary Playboy, which is part of my ultimate day in Dublin. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you about that in a second. But for some unknown reason... I ended up talking about your adoption. We were talking about adoption in general. Um, you know, we're not giving us, you know, no one worry. Um, but just in general. And then for some unknown reason, then again on Sunday, I got into a conversation with Joey's mom, And I was like, I know an awful lot of adopted people. And then I was like, well, PJ's adopted for starters. And then it kind of just opens up the conversation. I was like, how has his adoption story started to become my adoption story? Because <laughs> I'm the uh, adopted person you get locked in a room with for yeah, once uh, exactly. for week. Also, we did the gig for Temple Street <laughs> Hospital this week. Did you not do that last week? Oh, was that last week? Where you, you, oh, you, you right. didn't get paid and everybody else did. That was the one. It was last week. I forgot to tell you though, Carl Spain gave me the greatest intro I've ever been given. Go on. Walking on stage. Carl Spain, he is the slaggiest of comedians. He's actually the most underrated. He's one of the funniest comics He's out there. He's very good actually. So he was uh, on right before me. He walks out on stage and says, ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to somebody who uh, is one of the great legends of showbiz. He follows in the footsteps of the likes of Bill Cosby and Jimmy Savile. Ladies and gentlemen, PJ Gallagher. 
lesser man would call that libelous. I have to say, I thought it was one of the funniest things. Exactly. And once you can laugh at the it. The people in Vigor Street thought a bit, they felt a bit weird. They didn't really they go did. with it. Of course they did. It's for a children's charity. Yeah, they didn't really go with it. But I thought it was so fucking funny. It was I just, think maybe once you showed it was okay, then maybe they yeah, kind of went, was, And then it was all right. Yeah. But Carl Spain does a lot of those. Your stomach is sore, is it? Yeah, it is. Because yeah. you keep touching yourself. It is. It's itchy. You're like... It's itchy, itchy. Do you not need to put some type of weird cream or something on top of E45, tattoos? yeah. The hands E45. Cream, Speaking bed. of the Merry Playboy, we went, uh, we, were, we were having something to eat, but you ever get stuck beside a couple that fucking hate each other? Love it. It's one of the best oh things that can God. happen. Oh my God. They were, this couple who sat down beside us, right, hated each other. I love it. And uh, everything was going wrong for them. Brilliant. I, like, it was just one of those nights, but you know, you just, I, I think at one point, Joey was probably like straightened up because I think I was leaning over towards to try and hear what was going on, right? <laughs> but anyway, her steak came and uh, she called her and she went it's full of fat it's full of fat I can't eat it's full of fat need to send it back uh, the bill arrived but they had very sillily put the uh, steak on the bill which was no problem like you know there's no need for the yeah, aggro right? it yeah. it'll be alright so the waiter came down and he said gave her the spiel or whatever he goes oh no problem Grant. So he took it away and he he's trying to explain to him and she's trying to do whatever and he goes the bottom line is we're not fucking paying for it it was <laughs> <laughs> but I love when you just get stuck beside people who I just who hate each other I love going to a restaurant and just watching what other people do I, I, my brother he told me this I just wish I was there myself to see it right he went there with his wife they were only just newly married they thought they'd treat themselves I think they went to Rowley's Bistro nice yeah, very nice, nice in Donnybrook so they went out Rowley's Bistro Donnybrook. ain't cheap like not cheap no, no. And they sat that's down. full of the euro signs if full you look of the trip advisor that's about four of those yeah there. it's about four yeah. euro <laughs> signs yeah definitely right so they're sitting there and uh, there's obviously uh how, how, I don't have to say this without sounding like an asshole well, but say there's a couple where the inexperience of constant restaurant going right <laughs> they're sitting at a table right next to them right so obviously this was a new thing right yeah. maybe they go down the pub a lot and eat out and a lot but, but they'd never been to Rowley's before right silver service yeah so this dude comes along the waiter and he says to them uh, would you like any wine you know and they says yes please uh, two bottles of rosé so they got a bottle of rosé each Two bottles of wine for the table, right? So he had his bottle of wine and she had her bottle okay. of wine, right? So straight away, the waiter's like, okay, right, I'm dealing with something a little bit different. I'm dealing with... This isn't the customer I would see every day coming no. into the bistro, right? Yeah. So then he, uh, you know, he's talking him through and there's a few questions about, does that come with chips? Uh, no, it doesn't come with <laughs> chips, but I can get you a side order or two. You know, all this kind of stuff. So, <laughs> so side orders of chips come. I just steak well done. No blood. Yeah, lash it over. Yeah. Uh, but he got prawns. <laughs> so he got prawns and uh, oh, they brought no. him the prawns. And you know the way that sometimes in a fancy restaurant you'll order prawns and they, you have to break them up you yourself. Them, yeah. So there's claws and heads and feet and all of that sort of crack. Uh, normally if that happens to me I actually say you wouldn't mind breaking them because I actually don't know what to do. Okay. So uh, they come down the whole lot. This lad looks at, looks at them. So he looks at the lobsters. The little mini lobsters. The way has, which is how he describes them. Shows them little mini lobsters, right? Uh, and then he uh, breaks off a leg and starts chewing, right? So he goes starts <laughs> right? <laughs> he devoured Two full prawns with the shells, the heads, the feet, the te- devoured them. Now he's eating, it's moving around his mouth like there's cornflakes. He's crunchy, you can hear. My brother's there with his wife and he's like saying, you need to look around shamelessly because you will never see this ever again. You'll never see this again, oh right? God. Cleans the fucking plate. Like cleans it. The waiter comes back <laughs> and the waiter picks up his plates and looks around and suddenly there's a flash. There's no shells, right? So he, he does a total double take. It's like, and he looks back, and then he looks at the man, and the man goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "How was, your, how was your food?" And your man says, "Delicious, absolutely delicious." He says, <laughs> "Absolutely delicious." He ate every fucker. Imagine how horrible his stomach must Not have that. felt. It's it's the passing. It's the he will have I, ended up in the matter. <laughs> he must have got like, the hospital. He'd have ripped himself to shreds. And a bottle of rosé to wash it down. He must have been like crunching, it, crunching it into a powder oh. and then filling up his mouth with rosé and swilling it. Ripped. And the poor it's fella. It's the passing that you'd be more. Oh yeah, it's gonna rip that. Oh my god, that's brilliant. Hey, break that Rowley's piece, Joe. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Had uh, had little mini lobsters. Very tough. Yeah, he must have been there to his mates the next day. Now, 
I wouldn't have gone there myself, right? But that posh field's fucking disgusting. I had the mini lobsters. I tore them. And I'm not joking. Not only did it make me sick, but it ripped the fucking arse out of me. And the taste was disgusting. I'd say there was two nice bites in the whole fucking thing. Like eating a spider. Like eating a fucking spider. It was disgusting. <laughs> oh, God. That's so true, though, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Poor fella. No, oh, actually the same actually happened. It didn't even have a dessert, by the way. Of course he didn't. It was starting to make it go through his constitution. It was on though. He was like, hang on now. <laughs> He'd literally put a stick between his teeth and be like, bye hard and off you go. Well, we were in the Merry Playboy uh, as well, just before we were getting organised to go. This traditional Irish music. So the same guy play. it's the same guy plays. Like I've seen him on a Sunday, I've seen him on a Saturday night, I've seen him. Same guy. And I, I need to really reiterate, it is the same man, right? <laughs> And he sets up 25 minutes. Two, two. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. Two, yeah. two. Two. I sit there and, jo- and Joey just looks at me because he knows. And I'm like, mark your levels. It's not Ed Sheeran. Bruce Springsteen won't do that warm up, right? In Crow <laughs> that Park. Yeah. Crow Park this weekend. <laughs> that this man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, may I also point out oh. for anyone who's never been to the Merry Ploughboy, it is a very small pub. It is essentially your sitting room with a little bit of an extension. Yeah, That's all so it is. He doesn't really need sound equipment at all. He doesn't. His guitar would just do fine, but he has a full desk yeah. that he obviously hasn't set the levels to, and away we start. Oh, oh my God, it was brilliant. Joey's it's just annoying. sitting there going, What are you doing? And I was like, I'm going to lose the reason. It was like, We need to leave now before I throw glass at him. <laughs> It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. The, I don't know the delusion of it all. I suppose. Do you do that with a gig? Yeah, yeah. No, do I, do. I get in trouble. Hello. For, <laughs> I get in trouble for not using the microphone at the gig. Yeah, we're turning my head away from it. I have a good hero of the week. This oh, week. brilliant! Yeah, hit me. He's an unknown. I was sitting outside uh, a coffee shop yesterday, myself and Dave McSavage uh, and my buddy Mikko, and we were having a coffee. What a combination. Yeah, <laughs> we were having a coffee, and I met the most optimistic. Um, and great fun homeless person I've ever met in my life, right? So he was he was so much fun. I mean, we had a lot of crack with this lad. So he comes along and he said, uh, straight off the bat, do you know, he's so optimistic. He came up to me and the first thing, you wouldn't have three euro, right? So he's not shooting, these, you know, like I can, just great value in homeless people. There's a lad on the Haypenny Bridge only looking for 20 cents, right? This lad is expensive. Okay. Right? He's, he wants, As it goes, he's three euro. He's looking for three euros. Where, where were you? I was in Temple Bar on Cross oh, Street. Okay, right. So I'm just sitting outside. I was about to say, sometimes you know your market area, but yeah, Temple yeah, Bar no, is a mixed one. Yeah, mixed bag. You wouldn't know what you get. But this yeah. guy, so, I wouldn't have three euro. I was there, I don't have three euro. If I'm honest with you, I'm not going to give you three euro, right? So, so then he goes, oh, Jesus, how am I going to get back to where I'm going? Right? Now, I don't even know what that means, right? Uh, he goes, I need it. I need it, you know. And then, then he says, tell you what, right? And he's like this. He's as jovial as this. Ah, jeez. Tell you what. But you want to buy some turkey and ham, right? And we said, no. I'm not in the market for turkey and ham, to be honest with you. And he starts laughing. He goes, ah, I don't know what I'm going to do, so. And he had a little bag with turkey and ham slices in it. So I was about to say, can you, can you explain exactly what the turkey and ham said? What, like, was it a, was it a hock of ham? No, or it was, was like it just slices. Like, you know, did he waste his two, three euro buying turkey and ham that he, he didn't eat? Must have, yeah. Right. So I think, I think the plan was to eat it, but then he wanted three euro uh, for cans, right? Because then he goes, oh, to tell you the truth, I'd be dying to get the money for some cans. I'm dying for some cans, right? And we're like, are you serious? And he says, I'm a raging alcoholic. <laughs> like that. And burst out laughing. And I don't know what the appropriate response to that is, but he made us all laugh. And then I went, are you really? And he goes, yeah. I had 12 cans of beer this morning. Right? And we were like, 12 cans of beer this morning. Impressive. And he goes, and do you know what? And we were expecting him to say, you know, I, I can't stop. I, I, I do, I'm in a bad place. Well, he goes, I was like, what? They were lovely. Every single one of them. And I was like, every one of them was lovely. Oh, they were gorgeous. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. Oh I was like, I've God. never met, I was there, I've never met a man like you, to be honest with you, walking down the street and he goes, oh, I've never have, met such a positive homeless yeah. man in my life. Oh, you have to keep it shit up, he goes. And oh. then he walked up, uh, Foggy Jew, and I think he collected about 12 euro from people before he got to the end of the street. It just shows... Because he was friendly. He was the friendliest man in the world. Yeah, it's the aggro ones that you'd be a bit... Yeah, I, and I mean, I'm not telling homeless people how to act, obviously, <laughs> because, thank God, I've never had to have that experience. It's a, It must be horrendous oh, and horrific. Absolutely. 
But uh, I, I never met a man like him to be in that much trouble and to have that much adversity. I think and that to could still be, be in... the alcohol saturating his brain that he's probably not as mentis as we. Maybe he just did, but he didn't even appear drunk. I don't know. He just he had a good attitude. I think he's going to do okay. I have this thing in my head. <laughs> he's going to be okay, that guy. I hope he's going to be okay. Well, I hope so. Well, what, so he's your hero of the week. He's my hero of the week. It's wow. about time a homeless person became a hero of the week for somebody. He was a good I can't guy. Can't compete with us. He was a good guy. He was a good guy. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I, I enjoy that greatly. So we'll we'll I'll just stick with that one. My hero <laughs> of the week was the yeah yeah suit suit yeah yeah. Oh Jesus, that's my hero of the week. He, Any animal facts? Uh, no. No, I've no animal facts. Animal facts this week. I've no animal. Oh, facts. so we're not going to say anything too much about it at the moment, but we might have an, an answer to our sock issue. Oh yeah, but we don't know. We don't know yet. We'll find out tomorrow. Tomorrow, we're yeah. going to go and talk about that tomorrow. But it is possible that we might have an answer to our socks, so- our sexual issues. Yeah. Now I'm going to say something really controversial, though. All right, go on. Uh, Game go. of Thrones. Right? You don't watch it though, do you? No. I have to say, I've loved it. I've followed it. Have you gone off again? It's become a religion for me. I've been into it. Last week I thought it was going downhill, then it totally redeemed itself. And now, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I think it's just lost its plot. It's lost its plot. All of a sudden, there's... You're honestly upset about that. Yeah, I am upset about it. (laughs) If you don't want to hear spoilers, you know the little 15 second button on your podcast, press it now. But fairies fighting ice dragons, fuck off. That is a fucking load of shit. Elves, fucking elves, and ice dragon yokes, and predicting the future, and going back into the past from some young lads, fucking, that no legs, that can suddenly walk around when he shouldn't be walking around. It's turned into Lord of the Rings, and it's a pain in the shite. Now you can start listening again. But it's, dri- <laughs> but it's driving me mad. I loved it so much. Can you come away from it though? Is it one of those, you know, when you like get kind of, have a bit of a relationship going on with, a, with you know, the yeah. show, it's hard to... I, I don't know. It just feel, I feel slightly disappointed. I feel disappointed in it. Like it feels like it's let me down. But we did have a listener recommend uh, a new show, Billions to me. Did we oh yeah, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Very good. Is it? Oh, it's very good. Oh, maybe going now. Oh, very, very good. good. You know when you're sitting down and you turn on something new and you're you're expecting to wash over you. Maybe I'll check the phone an odd time when this is on. Maybe I won't care too much. Maybe a bit of chewing gum for the brain. It's very good. Okay. Very good. I'll, I'll Although I think I talked about it last week. I? I think I did talk about it last week. You did. But it's very good. Yeah. Get stuck into that one. That's a new one for you. <laughs> Um, we talk about iTunes. If you follow us on iTunes or you've subscribed to iTunes, thank you very much. Please do so if you haven't done so already. But I've just realised that the amazing people um, have, they write lovely stuff. Reviews. Like Reviews. On the on iTunes? Yeah. Oh, can't believe I haven't. I'm going to have to have And they tickled my tickle, so thank yeah. you. That, well. They tickled my tickle, my pickle. That's thank very you. carry on. <laughs> oh, carry Ooh, on. Oh, oh, Richard. Uh, yeah, so there you go. That's so there you me. go. Uh, that's me. That's me week, I think. I can't think of any other crack. I'm going to see Bruce Springsteen on Friday. I'm Are sure going? I'm going to have something to What's say about that. What's he called? The Boss? The Boss, yeah. I'm going to see him. I'm sure going to have Where something. Where is he playing? In Crow Park. Oh, wow. So that'll be a bit of crack. Once I take that there, it's a, it's a nice spot. Uh, I've never seen a gig in there before. Uh, so take that and somebody else in Crow Park, actually. Uh, yeah, so there you go. So it'll be my first time. Although I did go to the Special Olympics thing there. That was the Special Olympics. Remember that one? Mm. Nelson Mandela was there yeah, and Muhammad Ka- Ali Colin was there. And Jesus, what a what yeah, a lineup! It was spectacular. It was I think incredible. I kind of went over my head. Probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Colin Farrell was there walking around the pitch, holding kids by the hand, and oh, it was a big day out. Big day out. So uh, I'm not sure if Bruce will be as big as that. No, probably not. Well, you know what I mean. You have a lot yeah. to live up to. So Bruce is this weekend. Anything else planned? Um, no, more ICPCA stuff. And that's about it. And then doing... Uh, yeah, and Kilkenny's on sale. Uh, oh, but yeah. I'll talk about that next week. Yeah, well. we'll talk about that next week. Right. Peace and love, rubber gloves. Peace and love, everybody. Don't ha- forget to subscribe. Uh, Enjoy the sunshine. And uh, yeah. It's sunny where you are. Stick it in your ass if you have to. Whatever. No, don't do that. All right, then. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I I could across you a few times. I'm sorry. That's really rude. I know. I always do. I didn't know what I'm going on. I don't know what I'm be going on.